All right, so Wednesday morning the 19th at the Dusseldorf Airport on the duty-free shop area. Just walking around a little bit. The uh, traveling is always a bit stressful. So you uh, get up a bit early and make sure you get there on time and so forth. And uh, so we made it about a half hour early. So I didn't finish my uh, talk yesterday. So I thought I'd have a little bit more time, but we, everybody was at the uh, Alter Bahnhof for uh, Altbier and so on. So um, I'm gonna walk over to the control area and see what's happening over here. Because uh, the pass control. Yeah, hey, um, Cameron's back over there. Okay. I'm gonna be back in a little bit. So the pass control dude was like, you got an hour before the plane goes, so there's no restaurants or anything back here. So he was really nice. How about that for checking the passport? He wasn't just, uh, okay, you want to come in? Go ahead, come in. <laughs> so <laughs> customer service from the passport control. And... Uh, Sun's up, looks pretty good. A lot of glass, very clean. Yeah. Clean airport, and uh, yeah. So we have a 20 hours to go to get home, 20 hours. So that's how this works. So unfortunately, we have like a five hour layover, which is okay in London. So we'll do that. But, uh, yeah, we travel. Bistro, bistro with a T on the end of it. Not sure why that's there. Bistro Airport, Dusseldorf. People are having their breakfast, coffee. It's early in the morning. It's about 6.15 in the morning. Got lots of opflukes. Opfluke is departures. So, it's all, yeah, it's kind of fun to see. What do we got? We got... Olbia, don't have no idea what that is. O L B I A. Palma, must be Spain. Barcelona, München, Berlin, Berlin, Zurich, Paris, London, Lyon, Manchester. Then später comes, then a little bit later we got Dresden, yeah. Dresden, Budapest, Leipzig. London, that's I, that's us. No, that's not us. We're, uh, what are we, 720 to London, B37. Yeah, so we have, uh, we don't leave till 720, but boarding is at about 640, was it? So that's about 40 minutes early. Anyways, we got, uh, what other places we go in? Leipzig, very good, Milan, Wien, which is uh, Vienna, Zurich, Hamburg, Paris, again. Faro, Genf, London, City Airport, Manchester, Prague, Birmingham, Basel, Nuremberg, Wien, München, Stockholm, Catania, I don't know what that is, another London Heathrow, oh, that's, it. that's us, Berlin, Warsaw, Copenhagen, Istanbul, München, Enfindia, Palma, Salzburg, 
So nicht so weit von, from here. So if we're going to go to London, and then we go to um, Phoenix. So it's been a good trip. This is my last viewing of Germany. Then we'll uh, have some observations in London. And uh, yeah, the Germans are pretty cool. The Germans. <laughs> the cultural differences are fun. So they're uh, very, I don't know what you call it, exacting. So that's good. So the trip overall is really, really good. I probably have a lot of things to think about. And uh, who knows what's next? As I look at uh, you know people going through the airport doing their thing. A lot of some of my thoughts are on contentment. How to be content? These are uh, for many people. This is just a routine, especially business people going through the airport. Just routine travel, but uh, it's all special. Every day is special. And. Uh, can we bring some excitement to everyday life, you know, everyday interactions with people, enthusiasm. Yeah, this dulcet tone. It's so enthusiastic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just watching people walk by. It's, it's a bit, ner you know, unnerving, like if you're a first-time traveler, especially in another country or something, and how you handle the, the challenges. And there's the pros, the people have done this many, many times before, so it's no, no problems. So now I see the weather in Germany. It's always, always thought the weather in Germany is kind of funny because it can't be that big of a state, yet they have some variety from north to south. And uh, so there's very local areas that have some odd weather experiences but it's overall it's pretty much within five degrees five to ten eh, maybe 20 degrees sometimes fahrenheit so um yeah so people are getting their having something to eat before they get on the plane get some brochins and sweets some so the announcements are coming now, and uh, I can't really understand that one. <laughs> they, had, they had some nice announcements in uh, English, and here we have the ad walks, which reminds me of uh, Minority Report, right? These big screens in, the, in public areas, so if they read my retina, they, they can customize their marketing message to me. Marketing, yes. Frank is so interesting. With the Omnicom, the big, the big firm. So, yeah, yeah. This is the security area. A little quieter in here. People coming through. The money changers. We gave away our last few euros to the family that we had. 
And so it is, yeah. So I think I'll end this little walk around the Dusseldorf Airport as we, uh, as we move on. So perhaps a little reminiscing in London will be next. London Heathrow, Terminal 3. Here we are. I lost track of where uh, where I was in the dialogue. Is it a dialogue? Not really. It's a podcast. Welcome to the Walking Buddy podcast. There's no Bud. We're going to see Buddy. Haven't seen Bud in a couple weeks. Bud's been getting walks by other people. So we expect Bud to be pretty excited when we get home. And uh, what goes on in a dog's mind, you know? What the does, does Buddy think that we just disappeared and never come back? <laughs> and then he gets so excited when he sees us, recognizes us again. That's great. So good for Buddy. Well, Buddy's not here with me. He's in the uh, terminal waiting a couple more hours to uh, get on our return flight. And it's crowded out here. There's uh, a lot of shopping going on and uh, I guess duty free as they call them whiskeys, a lot of seats out here, people waiting, getting their phones charged up, reading books, getting ready for uh, wherever they're going. There's, and then I guess I could read off the next flights. These are, these are interesting locations here. So we got a flight now to Philadelphia, New York, Dallas, Chicago, Charlotte, Hong Kong, Portland, Las Vegas, Budapest, Miami, Atlanta. Barcelona, Minneapolis, Beirut, Marseille, Prague, San Francisco, New York, Detroit, Helsinki, Miami, Lyon, Accra, New York, Atlanta, Barcelona, Dubai, Dallas again, New York, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Denver, same time, someone going to Denver, Budapest, Lisbon, Chicago, Shanghai, Vienna, Los Angeles, Palermo, Pisa, New York, Boston, Newark. So, yeah, a lot of destinations here. I guess I'd walk through the world of duty-free area. There's no seats back there, so it's just shopping. So, what else? I'm in this time zone. There's a charging station. All kinds of things being charged up. People trying to sleep. On, on benches, a lot of activity. Everybody's on a phone. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, six people in a, sitting in a row. Everybody on a phone, flipping and scrolling, looking at stuff. And uh, yeah, normally when I walk, I'm all by myself. So this is the most crowded uh, podcast I've done. And. Uh, I guess it mixes with my thoughts a bit. What am I going to talk about? So, 
This is the, now I'm in a little quiet area. This is more serious shopping stuff. Selling some chocolates, look at that. The dangerous thing is my wife is out with the credit card, so we'll see what she comes back with. I'm sure she'll find some stuff that you just have to get, right? Some duty-free, some honey, some food, but I don't know. It's a duty-free area. Sell, sell, sell. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess people have layovers here quite a bit. And it's, uh, it's not bad having a layover. Everybody's got their rollers. Taking their uh, <coughs> luggage with them. So the whole world goes through here. I think the 747, I think I read a stat, I may have provided it before, but since the 747 started, like 30 years ago or 40, they've flown 3.2 billion people. So I've flown on that airplane. That's kind of a cool stat. And of course, it's not half the world population because many people fly multiple times. There's Paco Robbane. I don't know what the prices are like. Maybe I should check, you know. What's a Paco Robbane? Do some price checks here. I don't recognize that one. But yeah, it's a heavy, heavy on the fragrances. Fragrances and whiskey. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the deal. Airport exclusives. So, uh, yeah, brands. Vodka, gin, champagne. I gotta go price some Veuve Picot, maybe. We were just over in uh, Reims and uh, Epernay. It's good marketing. The orange bottle, Veuve Clicquot. It's pretty expensive, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I can. I can get it cheaper in. Uh, cheaper over in. Uh, Tempe, thirty pounds. Nah. Maybe it's cheap for UK, but. I think I'll say no to some Viv. No to Viv Clicquot. Selling some Bailey's Irish cream. Some spirits. Talisker Sky, new wrappings, new boxes, yeah, Lafroig, yeah, so, I'm just kind of wandering around, kind of fun, I guess I, I wandered over to the uh, security entry, so it doesn't go all the way around here, so I better not go out that way. All right, world of duty free. So now we go back the other way. Dead end. So, Bottega Veneta. All the brands. Mark Jacobs. What else do we see? Roller bag, roller bags. So, um, yeah, not too much longer. We'll chill out and go do some writing on MacBook Pro. 
duty-free tobacco sold here. Oh. Hello. No. And now I think I'm in trouble because I have to go back to my seat because someone may just pickpocketed my my uh, pickpocketed my passport. So that's not going to be good if that happens. <laughs> I don't know what happens if someone pickpockets my my uh, passport. Am I stuck here then? What the hell happens then? I might be screwed. And you heard it live here. Because I don't know what, how that happened. No, that was a bad idea to do the podcast. But let's hope my, my heart rate is pumping now. Because I'm hoping I didn't get screwed by a pickpocket in here. Now, how, to me, I'm thinking, like, how is a pickpocket going to get in here? Because this is, uh, doesn't make any sense. For a pickpocket to come in here, and uh, so let's hope that my stuff is back at my seat. So now I have to find my seat, which is a little difficult for me now because I'm trying to think of where am I. I think I know where I am. There's Cameron. So I'm heading back to my seat, and I might be in deep trouble. That could really, really suck if that happened. So let's see what we have here. Oh, beautiful. So Cameron, this is wonderful. I, I was walking over there, and I thought that I, I got pickpocketed. Can you imagine if someone, like I had this like back here, you know? I'm like, I'm like, did someone just pickpocket me? And it was just sitting right there. That would suck, man. That would have that would have been really tough, huh? Well, I, you know, I was thinking like, why would someone come in here and pickpocket? You know, it's it's probably valuable to have this, right? What? I mean, they they could probably like do something in here, but um, I was like, oh crap, what am I gonna do if someone took my passport? Oh, you got to go? Okay. So, all right. So now I'll be a little bit more careful. I'll have to be a little bit more careful. You got your stuff? Huh? Yeah, I got it. All right. Okay, so we're, we're back. Well, wait, no, it's just noon. We got an hour to go yet. Yeah. So you're going to lay down here maybe. All right. So that was pretty exciting, right? The uh, lost passport possibilities. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So yeah, so we're in uh, Terminal 3. Uh, had a call in to an English guy I work with. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking, I, you know, I've been, for the last 16, 70 days, I'm just like, I don't know what my job's gonna be next. So, I mean, this was, and strangely, I'm just calm about it. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Um, and I guess it comes down to money. If you have a pile of cash and Dave Ramsey or something, you got six, 12 months worth of living expenses and then you're in good shape, but that's not my situation, unfortunately. So um, yeah, I got to do something here, move, move ahead. But uh, yeah, I haven't thought about it for two weeks. 
And my English colleague, I just talked to him with the WhatsApp. I, I think I probably should learn how to use WhatsApp more. Um, but uh, looks like he's made some progress in a short period of time. But um, yeah, we'll see how that uh, works out. So I'm not really concerned about it at the moment. I can't do much about it. He's going to move on. And uh, I'm, I'm optimistic that there's a better situation out there. So, so there you go. Um, so I will end this podcast. This is probably my last, this will be my last European vacation, exciting, unedited version of the podcast. And then tomorrow I'll be back. Well, later today, actually. We'll be flying with the sun the whole time. So <clears throat> we land in Phoenix about 5 in the evening. We leave here about 3 in the afternoon, get there at 5 in the afternoon. Just two hours different. <laughs> Just a two-hour flight that takes 12 hours. Um, and uh, then we walk the dog, jump in the pool, be back in the heat. And, and surprisingly, I think it's only like 104, 105 in Phoenix right now. So pretty pleasant but yeah it'll be a, a bit of a shock mentally this is uh, I don't know how to describe this trip I, 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 I feel oddly comfortable here um, I feel oddly like familiar with things or just kind of going with it uh, maybe I was more stressed here 25 years ago and I'm less stressed now I don't know how to describe it but uh, it was fun to go see people go see things uh, and uh, yeah, what else? What else can I say? It's just um, different. And uh, the probably the most dramatic thing is the amount of daylight that happens up here. It's so far north that it doesn't get dark until ten, ten thirty. I mean, the sun goes down, but then you have that after effect. So it's light till after ten. And then it gets light in the morning at like four in the morning. So and I know it's uh, in the winter, it must be tougher because it's dark at nine in the morning and dark at five in the afternoon. So it swings, it has a big variation. So, yeah. but uh, it sure makes for very green, green areas, uh, very uh, beautiful areas. And we had quite a variety. I know we, we jo I joke about driving 3,900 kilometers, which is about 2,500 miles in two weeks. That was a lot of driving, but it, it, we only had a few traffic jams. It wasn't that stressful. I enjoy it, um, you know, driving fast and uh, doing crazy things, I guess you'd say. But uh, it worked out well. It worked out well. So I've got my passport. I've got my ticket. People are out and about doing things, and, uh, you know, We'll, we'll see what happens next, folks. Uh, the uncertainty of it all. <laughs> so, so there you go. All right. A nice 15-minute podcast to add on to. I think my last one was in, attempt was in uh, Dusseldorf. Okay. Bye-bye.